Welcome to the first episode of Matt and E Matinee. Woo! Woo! This this podcast, the premise of this podcast is mostly based on Arissa thinking that me. I said I want to do another podcast. Arissa said this name sounds cool. And so then we had a premise and we just sort of are trying to go with it. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. Literally, naming comes first, idea comes second. Yeah, so this podcast, we're going to review some movies. Um, the main goal is the, a movie that, um, you know, is readily available to see, so that means sort of like on Netflix, on Hulu, on Amazon, or in theaters. And sort of movies that one of we're going to try alternating week from week, um, each person suggesting a new movie to watch. Um, we'll see how it goes. We shall. I'm a little embarrassed because I picked this week's um, movie. Well, you, you, so Arissa sent me a list of movies to look at, and uh, this is a movie that I was interested in seeing, um, in a large part because of the band Duran Duran. I was assuming I'm assuming put some the movie that we saw was Barbarella in the, the episode title, but yeah, that's the movie we saw. Yeah, so I wanted to see Barbarella, I think, because, like, it's a cult classic, um, but I forgot to think about the fact that, like, it was made in the 60s, and it's, like, a sexploitation film. I don't say it's a sexploitation, it's like a... It's like camp maybe. Yeah, exploitation. You have to understand, in the 60s, you know, there wasn't the internet. <laughs> so, you know, film. some people needed films to be a little bit racy. And yeah. This was... This was one of them. Um, yeah, I was so I, there was a, a, a funny story. Of, um, me and Arissa went to Riot Fest together, and um, Riot Fest is a music festival, but it's also sort of tries to have like a carnival theme. So as part of that, they have this the sideshow, which is a bunch of like carnival. I think carnival quote unquote freaks or whatever, and um, they try to do like weird things. So I went. I went the first year. And there was, like, a guy who shoved stuff up his nose. There was, like, a guy who was missing his legs and walked around on his hands. There is this, um, a person who, uh, a girl who put, like, swords down her throat. People were playing with fire, doing cool stuff with that. So we, we um, the line, like, it happens three times a day, but the lines get really long. So what I did last year was I sort of snuck in halfway through the show, and it was, uh, we saw it. So we try to do that again this year, but the problem with that is we might come in the show at, at different times. So this year when we go in, um, pretty much the first thing we see is a burlesque show. <laughs> um, now it was Arissa, this week though it was Arissa's turn, uh, having picked out Barbarella. I was yeah, the burlesque show. I was like, I don't know. It was just kind of like I thought it would be like a carnival thing, but it was just a straight up burlesque burlesque show so I, was kind I mean of like, no there there were carnival things after it and before I know, it but I thought the burlesque would be carnivaly anyway theme burlesque yeah this is right. off topic but basically yes when Matt saw Barbarella before me he was like it reminds me of the burlesque show we saw and I'm like okay great well, I was I was I thought it was a clever antidote to tell so I told it to her when we watched when she watched before she watched the movie and then I'm telling you now on the podcast and now you all know that we went to riot fest Anyway, Barbarella. How do we want to structure this? Do we want to say like pros and cons? Do we want to say like general? Just, just talk about the movie. It's sort of in the, the the movie begins with a sequence where horribly inefficient way to take off your clothes. 
Barbarella or Jane Fonda is floating around in space and she's sort of like like taking off her clothes. Though I, we both took notes. I took like three notes though. I One of them like was to tell the, the antidote story that I had told. Um, but it's a story or an antidote. It's not an antidote story. Anyway, um, <laughs> so one, um, the sequence starts with Jane Fonda floating around and she's taking, she's wearing a spacesuit and she's taking off the spacesuit. But I don't know why she was wearing. Why did she like? It didn't make sense to me why she got naked. It, like, I'm gonna be honest with you. The whole film makes no sense. It's got a, it's got a plot. <laughs> no, but okay. There are a lot of good things that I like about Barbarella, the character, but one of the things that I did not like was that she didn't know how to fix her own ship. Like, she is the only astronaut on that ship, and she didn't know how to fix it. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't think it gets broken often. I think they, there's, like, so this guy tries to fix her ship at one point, and then it's still bro- I think he doesn't successfully fix it, though, Oh, yeah, no, he totally just wanted to... Spoiler alert get with Barbarella. <laughs> that character is great. He's, um, there's this guy in the movie who's like, um, was he, he's called the Catchman or something? Yes, he catches feral children who are intentionally put out in the woods so that they will become evil and want to kill people. But any, the, the <laughs> thing that's, the thing that's interesting about this guy is he, he wears like this fur coat and then the scene where he it's it's a you know it's a 60s cutaway scene but he's he takes off his um his fur coat and he's just got like absurd amounts of chest hair it's it's great is i th- i mean it, it's had to have been fake right like he didn't have back hair like maybe it was real but no, I, I think probably it was real like people chest had more hair, hair back in the yeah, 60s yeah i think chest hair was something that was more desirable but maybe not necessarily back hair so dudes would shave their backs but not their chests I don't know. I'm grooming, whatever. But yeah, we should say like the basic plot. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Basic plot. So Barbarella is an astronaut who from Earth who is given orders while she's naked. The president just like beams into. Well, no, because she's just walking around. That's the whole point. She gets naked for no reason, and then yeah. the president calls her just as she finishes getting naked. Which like actually from like a. From a stamp, from my feminist standpoint, I'm like, that's great. Yeah, like you can be naked and like walk around and do your job, and that shouldn't be a big deal. Anyway, okay. What was her job before she got sent on the mission, though? I think that's her job is to like be it's an astronaut for, wait and for wait missions. for missions because okay. he's like Barbarella. Your mission is now to go find Duran Duran because we think he's building a weapon. And well, no, no, the she's so Barbarella is like an astronaut who works for the Earth government. And, um, there's this scientist who's gone missing named Duran Duran, which is why, one of the reasons why I want to see the movie, because I knew that, that the, um, they inspired the name for the band Duran Duran. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes out, she, this scientist who has knowledge of this weapon, the, um, Positron Ray or something. Some dumb name. Yeah. The, the ultimate weapon, um, he's, he's away, so she, they send her out. To get him to make sure he doesn't, uh, sorry. He doesn't give us sneeze. I'm gonna maybe sneeze. He's gonna sneeze! He doesn't uh, sneeze. That's okay. Um, so, <laughs> it was like a half, it was like almost sneeze. Um, because they're worried, because if the scientist goes, because on Earth, everything is peaceful and they're advanced. There's no war. There's no war. And 
they have sex by but there's also no hands. like yeah I think that was like a commentary on you know clearly because it's like you can have peace and no war but then you can't have like no carnal no. sex I don't know no no I, I'm saying the fact that the way they had sex was by holding hands I think that's sort of you know making fun of regulations in the 60s uh, maybe I don't know we're getting off topic okay so Barbarella they have a lot of sex in the 60s yeah but it's like a time of liberation and got stuff got it Okay. Barbarella, astronaut, gets sent on a mission to find Duran Duran, who has a weapon. She crash lands on the planet. Um, she in, meets... Um, and children the who are trying to kill her. Well, we don't... Even, she meets children trying try to kill her. Then this guy rescues her, and then she goes on to um, try to find Duran Duran. And the town she's sent to, um, it's another band name, Math Mouse, Math Mouse or whatever it's called. The Matmus. Um, the city is sort of around this living liquid called the Matmus that feeds on evil. So the city tries to be as evil as possible. And um, she kind of goes around and explores things. And through the power of her sheer goodness, she saves the day. You know? Exactly. She exper- on Earth, Like I said, as we said earlier, like on Earth, they have sex by holding hands and taking a pill. But um, she learns that, you know... Sometimes, what was the line? Sometimes things are better the old-fashioned way. Yeah, exactly. That, that very hairy man says that. And really creepily. But she enjoys it and she, like, continues to have sex with people throughout the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Should we say, like, pros and cons of the movie? I don't know. I will say, though, based off of the, that that premise that you just kind of said... It kind of reminded me of... I haven't seen this movie, although it's a classic that we should probably watch and review. Solaris? Like, the original. I haven't heard of it, actually. Okay. But I read the book, and in it, it's about, like, a planet that's controlled by this energy stuff. Like, I feel like at the base of this movie, it's very interesting. Like, what's happening and what this world could be is very interesting. But the actual, like execution of the movie because it's the 60s because they're trying to be shocking because they're just trying to have fun it's kind of like ridiculous there were a lot of very weird camera angles in the movie i didn't i just noticed particularly when they were like oh well i mean there are those shots that are clearly like for the body you know what yeah, i mean yeah well i just thought there was no i mean that's not what i'm talking about i thought some of the choice of camera angles was kind of strange yeah. in this movie yeah um yeah, I mean, I think it's meant to sort of be... The the tone of this movie is, like, Rocky Horror-esque. Yeah. Except it's not quite as out there. Like, no. Rocky Horror is a lot more self-aware. Um, this movie, I think, you know, it seems some... I think it's self-aware. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, you know... It's it's a fun movie. Um, it does have... It, its plot makes a little more sense than Rocky Horror, although it's still not, like, you know... A, that cohesive of a plot. Yeah. And I just... I think, for me... Okay, again, I'm coming at this from, like, a feminist lens. But, like... So a lot of things in the movie didn't work for me. But I think one of the things that did was Barbarella is, like, always very, like, chill. Like, that's a lie. Sometimes she's freaking out. But she's never like, oh, I don't know what to do. She's like, oh, wow, now we're in this situation. And ah! But She makes, like, the the face. when Whenever she gets attacked by anything, she makes this face. The, the, there's a scene later in the movie where she's put in the pleasure machine. 
where um, the goal is to try to kill someone by giving them too much pleasure. And obviously, the machine can't keep up with Barbarella. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's what happens in the movie. <laughs> that's like a literal line from the movie. Um, but she makes the same face at, and whenever she's like getting bitten by things and, or getting attacked. Exactly. Yeah. And then she the passes out at the end of it. But she just, yeah, so the problem is she passes out a lot, she can't fix her own ship, but she's, she's able to maintain, like, I still have a mission to do, and, like, whatever. I particularly like when, um, she's about to be, well, this is, well, trigger warning, she's about to be raped by these two men, and then this woman comes along and kills them, but, kills the men, but because she wants to have sex with Barbarella, and... She calls Barbarella pretty pretty, and Barbarella's like, my name's not pretty pretty, it's Barbarella. <laughs> like, totally calm. Another scene I really like is Barbarella has this friend um, that's an angel. What's, she keeps Pygar. Saying, she always yells, Pygar, Pygar. Um, friend. Friend with benefit, by the way. Friend with benefit. Yeah, I think they're more, they have a more friendly than romantic Exactly, that's why they're friends with benefit. There's a lot of great lines that Pygar says, too. <laughs> Angels don't make love. Angels are love. <laughs> and um, at the end of the movie, he rescues this person who's really evil. And Barbarella is like, how can you rescue her? She's she's done all these really bad things to you. And he's like, an angel has no memory. <laughs> and that's the end. That's the last line in the film. And then the, the plays, a- Angels is Love is the song that plays over the credits. Exactly. I mean... But it, it, the, the scene that I'm talking about is... Um, Pygar has been captured, and this person, she's talking to this person, um, and she's like, oh, I think you want to, I know where your friend is, and she's just like, Duran Duran, I can do my mission, and the person's just like, no, like, I captured your friend, the angel, Pygar, and she's like, oh, I guess he's important too. Exactly. She's... Just kind of spacey. She's very spacey, but like, gets her shit done. That was my computer. Anyway, yeah, so she's, um, yeah, she's a, she's like a very, I think, I mean, the part of the premise of the movie is she's like this very pure character, and it kind of fits for exposition in a sense, where everyone, she's always surprised that something isn't happening, and they explain it, or she explains why it should be happening in another way, but yeah. Yeah. She's, she always, yeah, very non-phased by these, some some very drastic situation. Exactly. Doesn't she say, like, screaming, that means something bad is happening. Exactly. Oh, and that must be because people don't scream on Earth anymore. Because there's peace. Because there's peace. Because they have sex by holding hands. And taking a drug. Yeah. Um, the other main note I had is, she, Jane Fonda is very comfortable with her body. A lot of people in this movie are, are not wearing a lot of clothes. And they're rocking it, man. They're... I think it was the 60s and 70s. Like, I think it's just people were chill about it. There's less shaming. Yeah. Like, equally, the men and women in this film are, like, equally naked-ish. Nobody gets, like, fully naked, obviously, because it's not a porno, but... Um, I mean, it, it could it very could have easily been, I think. I think oh, for sure. There, Like, if you made a porn parody of this film, like, it would... Basically, you could take scenes from the movie and just add in small scenes. Shorten some scenes. You could recut the movie to be a porno. Easy. Easy. I'm sure someone has. Yeah. 
Um, but I have no interest in watching that. Because I think it would be more dull than this movie. I don't know. The problem is, because it's a six from the 60s, the action sequences are dull. The music is, like, the weird. Action, I, think the, I, don't, I think you're overestimating, like, the, the 60s-ness of it. I think the action sequences are meant to be kind of okay. crappy. And But also the fact that the, the effects within those sequences are dull. Although, you're right, think, maybe they were trying to bad. be dull. Okay. Okay. This is true. I don't know. If anyone from the Barbarella production team wants to tell us. <laughs> we could probably, like, do research and, like, put more thought we, into we this. We could. <laughs> well, we're probably not going to. Yeah, um, it's sort of, I mean, it's a movie that doesn't, the plot doesn't necessarily grasp you. I mean, it's a pretty cliche plot, um... It's it's not hard to predict what's going to happen a lot of times in the movie, um, and I mean the acting's okay. I get like the, the real yeah. Tr- it's it's really much. It's very much like a niche film. Like if you're really into kind of campy things, yeah. I, it's that's why it's a cult classic. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's not like you know. You wouldn't watch this as an example of great cinema. It's if you already have an appreciation for cinema, um, particularly you know, old science fiction movies, you'll probably enjoy this movie yeah Um, what are some of your other notes that you've taken well i just took notes on like what happened um yeah the movie's the movie's not that hard to follow compared to like rocky horror which is i think the most obvious comparison there i mean yeah there are some gems of quotes in here i mean matt already said the two from pygar which are definitely the best but also, like like I said, Barbarella, <laughs> once when she's being captured and she's being put on skis, she's like, but I haven't skied in ages. Like, she's not worried about where she's going. <laughs> she's just like, I don't know if I remember how to ski. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, um, what are some other things about... What else do you think about this movie? I would... I echo what you say said in terms of, like, its niche... Um, I wanted to watch it because I knew that it was, like, a cult classic and it informed a lot of people's, like, you know, people who I would consider auteurs, their cinema, maybe not directly, but in terms of they've seen that this movie. And so that was my intention for seeing it. Also, I mean, Jane Fonda's a badass. I mean, Grace and Frankie, which you can also watch on Netflix, is so funny. She's still, she's still doing stuff. Yeah, Grace and Frankie is hilarious. I haven't watched every series on Netflix. Okay, well, you should watch yeah. that series. Um, no, but I mean, it's... Yeah, so that was another reason to watch it, was to kind of see... Because I feel like this was her first big role. I mean, that sort of... Um, that sort of, I think, uh, cemented her figure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's, she's big in this movie. She does a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's, she's good. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh... Um, yeah, I mean, Duran Duran, Matt Mouse is another band that takes its name from, um, from this movie. Yeah, I, I think one of the, one of the reasons why I wanted to watch it too is it sort of, yeah, it informs a lot of other things that came after it. Like, I guess we're sort of saying, you know, it's very much like a, like a cult movie, um, for, it's a movie for people who really like science fiction movies. 
I would, the... But I also wouldn't say science fiction. I would say, like, specifically the intersection of science fiction and camp, you know? Yeah, and, like, you know, erotic camp. Yeah, erotic sci-fi. Definitely. Yeah, um, so I think a lot of people who, who are, you know, really like movies go on to make very good movies, so. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of movie I would expect Quentin Tarantino to really love. Yeah. Um, or at least have seen and enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he hasn't ripped it off yet, so. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, are we sure he's seen it? It's not in <laughs> it's not any of his movies. movies. I think he likes westerns more. Yeah. Like westerns and Japanese Although, movies. Although, what I noticed, one brief thing, is it's like pretty much an Italian production. Like, the most of the production crew and many of the actors are Italian. So, I mean, right there, that's a connection also between the spaghetti westerns of... Although this is very different from the spaghetti westerns of the 70s. I thought it was uh, French. I thought, because um, the, the president is French. He sounds French to me. Yeah, there were some and what looked like she French She tries names. to speak French. These people are just speaking this completely alien language. And then you're just like, <laughs> parlez-vous français? I'm like, what the hell? Oh. But it's good. I mean, I, I, as someone who is a creative person... I define art as, does it make me want to make art? And this film makes me want to think about some of the themes within it and, like, craft it into something better than what I watched. <laughs> I, I looked up the review. I did some cursory research for this, and, yeah, it didn't get great reviews, um, and the people didn't really like it when it, when it came out. But now, I mean, it's... It, the fact that it's on Netflix what, like 40, fi almost 50 years after it came out, means that people care about it now. So definitely called classic. There's a lot of things on Netflix that nobody is going to watch. <laughs> but, like, that are 50 years old? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I mean, movies, gen general trends change over time. This is true. Um, yeah. It's just so interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing I guess that's interesting about it, just sort of watching a movie from a whole other time. Yeah. Like, I mean, the other thing is, like, I think there's this, I don't know, we can do more research on this, but, like, um, like, the colors in film, like, the way that they, I think even the way they record colors, you know, it's sort of changing. Yeah. So, like, the colors in this movie are, you know, much brighter. I mean, it, that is reminiscent of Tarantino, because he does that with his films, like, well, some of his films, with the colors. Maybe it's a saturation thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. And film and being on film instead of digital. Yeah. yeah. But I would say, yeah, if you value film history, you should watch this film. Yeah, yes. Definitely. And if you watch it, then tell us how you like it. Yeah, so I I was gonna say we'll have like a ratings so I have a my idea is a five-point rating system. Okay. Where we each give our rating on a scale of one to five. So one is this movie is terrible. Um, two is niche film, where it's kind of like, you won't like this movie unless you like movies that are, are like it. Yeah. Like, my go-to one is Kick-Ass 2. That was, that was not a good movie. I enjoyed watching it, but unless you really like superhero movies, you probably won't like it. Um, three is, like, enjoyable Pleasantly enjoyable. Four is like really, really good. Five is you have to see it, which is like, you know, The Dark Knight. Five. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> Barbarella definitely does not get a five. Um, yeah, I would definitely then say two because yeah, it's niche. I would but say two. yeah, I think most people probably would not enjoy it, but some people would. It's yeah, I, I, yeah. That's what we're what we've been saying this whole time. Is it depends on how much you like cinema. Yeah. Um, not in like an elitist way, but like you know, if you want to see where stuff came from, you you would like this. You, this movie is worth watching. Yeah. If you really like you know campy movies, you, you'll probably enjoy this movie. Yeah. Um, if you're just looking for something to watch when you're kind of hungover on a Saturday morning, <laughs> maybe you're not gonna. This movie's gonna. Unless not you be have that a. Great. A bowl, and when I say a bowl, I mean, like, marijuana, I think it's probably not going to be enjoyable, unless you like niche films. Um, but it's funny to laugh at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, there's lots, yeah, lots of great moments, lots of great quotes. Yeah. <laughs> but we just told them to you. So, really, you could just listen to this podcast and never watch the movie, and you'd get the gist. Which is the point of this podcast. I thought the point of the podcast is... To you know, provide entertainment for thirty minutes over casual <laughs> conversation between us. I don't know. It's a whole thing like matinee, matinee. Th- like you know, I guess people. I sort of like podcasts that people just sort of talk and they don't have a lot of structure, like Harmontown, or there is like I used to like. Um, there's a site that used to exist. I don't think it exists anymore. Called um, Spill. It had to change. I think they're they had to change the site or whatever because like. They were getting funded and it didn't work out. Anyway, for money, for financial reasons, it closed. And um, yeah, they would have just these really long podcasts, but they were great. I, I was loving. But other a lot of people I work with who, when they listen to podcasts, it's sort of on the train ride to or from work. So like you know, thirty forty minutes is the sweet spot. Yeah. And generally, they need a reason, the motivation to listen to a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to me, I guess, who's doesn't need motivation. But then, you know, sometimes I fall behind. It's okay. I think, like everything, I mean, we said the rating scale, too, means niche. But I think, like, anything is niche. Everything is niche. Like, if you don't like something, you're just not going to like it. Well, I mean, I mean, like, you know, there's niche films that are, like, you know, have cro- like, like Deadpool, right? That's a... Did you, get, did you see Deadpool? I didn't. I mean, like, you know, if you like... It's, it's niche in a sense where, like, if you like superhero movies, you like this movie a whole lot more. But it's still, like, you know, just... It's a good movie. Got it. Okay, yeah. Two, I mean, it's not like two is like... Two, when I say two, it's sort of like... Um, you will probably not like it unless you're a big fan of this genre. Yes. Or, you know, one of no, the I understand that. I'm talking about like with regards to podcasts. Because like... I don't really like the unstructured kickback. Unless it's like... Two people I want to hear talk... So let's hope a lot of people like to hear us talk. We'll or see. no one. That's also fine. I, we, I, we've alienated... I, so this is, a, this is my second podcast that I've created, or co-created, I guess. <laughs> and um, the first one did not have a lot of listeners. And we alienated yeah. some of the listeners that used to listen to it. So we'll see. See if we can get people to listen to this one. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. You're listening right now. You made it through. I think we finished the review a while ago. We're just kind of <laughs> We're kicking rambling. back. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect 27 timing. minutes, 40 seconds. 42, 43, 44, Okay, well. 45. How do we end these? I don't know. We gotta, we gotta come up with it. Does a bomb go off? 
Okay. No, no. Um, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, if you have any recommendations for movies for us to watch. Tell us. Let us know. Um, matinee, matinee. Manatee, matahey. Thanks Let's for... get a rap going. No? Okay. No, right. no, no. Okay, no. <laughs> Unless you want a rap. No, okay. Okay, thanks. <laughs>